Welcome to Transition by Panta Kalhor, episode 25. Let's be together in transition. PTSD self-healing show. I'm your host, Panta Kalhor. How to heal from hurtful people with Tracy Neal, certified motivational youth speaker and author. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Having an abused relationship and getting a PTSD afterwards is so difficult to recover. But I have a very interesting person here that she could recover from that relationship and she she is a bright author she has lots of great things to share with you and uh, her name is Tracy Neal so I'm so happy to have you Tracy she's talking about how to heal from hurtful people and uh, I can't wait to interview you thank you for having me yeah so tell me about your story first. How did you end up to recover from PTSD? And what was your story? Tell me about it. Okay, I had two experiences that I encountered when I was young. The first one what happened when I was 16. I was dating a guy and he was physically abusive and verbally abusive. So that, that took a lot out of me, you know, being so young. And then my other one was when I was 20, I was raped. Mm -hmm. And um, I did not know the guy very well. So that was something that I, I blamed myself at first because I was sexually active in college. And, you know, I, I grew up in the church. So I thought that I had kind of, you know, shamed my family. So I was like, I guess I got what I deserved. But, you know, after um, taking an actual service, sexual trauma services, I realized that those experiences really affected me and it caused me to have triggers, you know, nightmares and um, just just feeling uncomfortable around certain males. You know, it was just it was just hard. But through that service, I was able to find my happy places and deal with my situation in a positive way. So I found that my outlet could be writing and also just you know shielding myself into a more positive state so I do a lot of self-reflecting and you know talking to myself and, and learning more about what I can tolerate and what I cannot and one of the things that I learned was that I have a circle but everyone does not have to be a part of my circle I can you know, choose who's in my circle and who's not. All right. That's very interesting um, story. I know relationship, especially for young people, is so difficult to get over, especially when it's abusive and tough. And you were so brave to finally find a way to recover from that. And I think the first step was that you just realize that you can recover from it by yourself. 
So you found a way, like your journaling and writing, to do some self-discovery and protect yourself from that, um, from that heartful feeling that you had. So, actually, my experience as this, uh, is almost the same. I love journaling and writing. I'm author too. And I think writing helps you um, lot of, have lots of focus to just do whatever you like and express your feeling on the paper and connect with yourself. Yeah. And yes. And because uh, there is nobody else like you, even if you have a lot of support. There is nobody else like yourself to know what you need, how to recover, how to proceed to better level. And I think when you have PTSD or these traumas, um, sometimes you have two options. Want and decide to recover and be a better of yourself. And another option is you just dig into it and just analyze, overanalyze what happened to you and have a self-pity on yourself and go deeper and deeper to depression. And you're so brave that you chose the best option. And now I can see you a successful writer doing children's book and encourage other people to do the best of themselves yeah so i will i will have to say i will have to say not to cut you off i was not so brave i actually was in relationships and i, I shared these things with the guys that i was in relationships with and none of them you know seemed to be bothered by the fact that i had gone through this except one and um, he ended up dying from a brain injury. Oh. He was the one that told me to, um, I needed help, that I needed help to get through this. And so I ended up researching for sexual trauma services. And um, as I was going through the program, he died. But I pushed through and I said, I'm going to finish because he would have wanted me to finish. So he was the one that help me good but you have another trauma as well as i see you had this difficult losing time your friend and that's so difficult as well i know but uh, what happened when you recover from it what what because when you recover from ptsd you change your angle to your life Many things gonna be changing, and you were so young when this happened to you. So, what was this self-discovery tra tra trajectory to you? What did you do, and how did you start to join the circle? And what do you suggest for others? So, for me, I can only speak for me. It was my faith. I, I always thought I had faith in God, but definitely after the guy died, it strengthened from it because I felt all alone. I felt so broken. 
And so my faith is what got me through and to continue to pursue. And that's where I found my peace. And so I guess for me, I would tell anyone, you need to find peace. Whatever that peace might look like, whether it's through reading, journaling, um, yoga, whatever it is that gives you peace, you need to hold on to that. And so for me, it has been my faith that I held on to and it kept me happy. That's that's very amazing point. I talked to a coach. He's a he's an EFT coach, and we actually discussed about the same thing yesterday. And he said the first thing in PTSD patients is feeling safe, secure, and safe. By the time you don't have that feeling, any other attempts looks like it's not going to work for you. And exactly that's what you say, because you said uh, you, you needed some peace in your heart. So you can find this peace by uh, journaling or going to church, praying, or something that you feel supported, you feel loved. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you still have those triggers? after years <laughs> every now and then but now i know how to handle them so before it was like i embraced them so i know for myself um with the with the guy raping me i i could hear his voice like in my head sometimes and it would just make my my body cringe and um he even tried to reach out to me a couple of times on the phone through a private number and his voice just made me tense and wow. you know it was just really bad but now you know I can talk to people about this and and not you know feel overwhelmed so I know that there's a peace there so could you get married after that and have a family I am married wow yeah I, I got I got married on I'm 31 and I got married on my 29th birthday he proposed wow. to me on my 29th birthday great news Great. And you have kids? No, we don't have kids yet. You will. You will. (laughs) So what are the top secrets to go over PTSD? I want to use words. I will say diligence self-reflection, and hope. Hope. Always have hope. You will overcome it. And I guess by the time you don't want it, nobody else can help you. Is that, is, um, was there any time that you feel that you can help another one, another person that um, feels depressed, and uh, suffer from PTSD, could you help? I feel like I'm doing it right now. And I do it with my business. I am all about inspiring people and they know me as a transparent person. I'm honest, I tell stories, I share and I'm open and I show a lot of compassion and love because I feel like I've been there, I've been through a lot. And I think people appreciate the authentic me 
because it's something that they can relate to and build that connection. And people want to feel like they have hope. And by me sharing and, and being transparent and relatable and honest, they, they feel that they, they can keep going, that they can make it. So you, you feel that uh, PTSD is curable? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I confirm the same thing. Because I asked this question from all, the, all, all of the interviewers, and they confirmed that, yes, it can be healed and it can be recovered. But I, I guess uh, the degree of PTSD is different from different people. Okay. And uh, some of them is so difficult uh, to get over, like losing someone, losing a child, or um, you know, losing loved ones. It's it's much more difficult. But as you say, you had somebody beside you that you loved him, and you also lost him. Uh, you also lost him. How did you recover from that? How could you get over it? That also ties into my faith. I tell people I remember when I was working in the school district, I parked my car before I went to work at an empty parking lot and I screamed to the top of my lungs. And I felt so empty, you know, like how am I gonna make it? And I felt like God saw me through it. And I, I remember, I can recall, I was a pre-K at the time, this little boy, um, because they had actually met the guy that I was dating my pre-K class and this little boy cried because I was you know saying that sometimes I might cry guys but you know I'm gonna get through it and he just shed a tear and I felt like it was like God telling me you know I feel your pain and someone even asked him like such and such why are you crying because Miss Neal is crying and and that just really it kept me going those little moments that I felt like I just how am I gonna go on you know, it was just these little reminders to let me know that I have a purpose in this world and that wow, someone else does so feel my touching, pain. So touching. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. It's so, you know, when you see somebody talking so hopeful and inspirational, then you think, why should I be depressed? Why should I let myself to go there? You know, because there is no use to go deeply there. And then you have a lot of beautiful thing around you that you haven't discovered yet, like what you do as writing. So uh, how did you end up to be a writer? Writing was something I always had since I have been five years old. Mm -hmm. And that is actually the purpose of my books is I could not accept being a writer. I thought I was different. I thought I was a weird kid. Like, <laughs> I remember getting awards for writing at a young age, and I'm like, I'm so different. I don't want to be different. I want to be accepted. So it's this big thing. And, and I ended up spending years trying to become a school teacher, and that never worked out. And I don't think it was supposed to work out. I was meant to be a writer. And so finally, when I turned 30, I accepted the call and just, it's been great ever since. Yes, it feels good when you see another author there. <laughs> so <laughs> what did you end up uh, writing children's book? I knew that I wanted to do something for youth. 
So when I was working in the school district, I also did after school care for third through fifth grade and I fell in love with the older kids. You know, I felt like they need inspiration too. And, and they just the connection that I got with them, I just loved it. So I knew that I wanted to do something to inspire them. And I also was active in the children's ministry at my church and I watched kids growing up and becoming older and teenagers and graduating, going to college. I'm like, they need inspiration too. What can I do to inspire them? So that's how the book came And you out. are so young when you did it, right? Uh, around 30, still young. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, yes. I was uh, 22, 22, yes, when I started teaching in high school. <laughs> it didn't take so long, um, maybe one, two years. Uh, but still good because I got lots of experience connecting with high schoolers. They are so different from like daycare kids and even adult school because I used to teach in daycare. I used to teach in high school and college. So different levels are so different. Yes, have different they are. Things. And but high schoolers have, have so much energy. <laughs> it's so difficult to manage the class so you you need to have and learn how to have discipline and how on the other side how to be lovable for those kids <laughs> yeah it's it it's a, it's an art teaching high schoolers it's an art but it's good it's a great experience they're lovely and uh, they are fully enthusiastic to learn. They are really inspired uh, to learn something. So that's what I like about them. So uh, what uh, programs do you have? Do you have any free program or do you have a class or anything that you can suggest my audience? Yes, I have created a Zoom class because I wanted to do something with my writing to give back to the kids in need. So these classes are, they do have a fee, but they're very affordable. So I've created them so that the elementary school kids can focus on handwriting. I felt like that was a strong need. And um, so that includes cursive. And um, with the older kids, it's just teaching them basic structure and techniques to help them improve on their writing that's good and i have all the links here i can share it later so how writing can help to recover from ptsd it is so vital to get thoughts down on paper you never know what's in your head until you write it down like and just and just write and sometimes i would read it back to myself and i'm like wow you know i, I was really Oh, really? That's really, the same really, thing. Really That's the same thing with me. Especially for po poets. We're very expressive people. <laughs> yes. So, um, a poem. Do, do you write poems? Yes. And I'm, I actually talked to my husband. I want to do a poetry book. Well, wow. so I already, already have my poems typed up. I know what the title is going to be. So we're going to make it happen. Me, me and my husband are like um, go-getters. Wow, <laughs> great. I love poems. And uh, I used to write a lot of poems. When I 
um, you know, it's not every day you should be in this in kind of mood <laughs> to write the poems. It's not every day writing. But when I write it, I should be in a very special emotion or a special, something special should happen to me, I can write poems. <laughs> yeah, but as, as you said, whenever I look at those poems, oh, did I write this? You can't believe that you have already write, written them. Yeah. So I'm so happy to have you here. And uh, I really wish uh, to continue with you if you have any suggestion uh, for somebody who already struggled with uh, PTSD. Uh, I know there are some steps to get there. And you told me the top secrets that you can recover from PTSD. But what is the first step for somebody who has PTSD to recover from it? One thing, you can't be in denial. I think that I knew what had happened, but I, I acted like it was no big deal. And I guess I got to that point because when I shared, you know, with the the guys that I was in relationships with, they act like it was not a big deal. So I got in my mind to the point where I'm like, okay, well, it's not a big deal. And finally, someone that really cared and loved me said, no, you need to help. So accepting that this is real and not being in denial is a first step. And you have to understand that you're going to need help. You can't do this by yourself. Like no man is an island. You have, you have to get help with it. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yes. <laughs> so, again, I tell everybody that PTSD is curable. You can heal yourself and you have to trust God if you believe in it. And you have to trust yourself, trust your body, trust your mind and connect to right people as you said, so accept the support, not with the negative people or people who, who are going to uh, take you down. Because I've seen a lot of people want to sympathize you, but the other, on the other hand, you don't feel good to connect with them. So you may need to remove those connections from your life <laughs> uh, and just add positive connections that you see even after abuse, even after any bad relationship, you can start over. That happened to many, many people. And relationship is not just one time happen to anybody. As you are very young, especially for teenagers and for young people, you shouldn't be so desperate that you should have that relationship forever if it's not working for you then that's not for you and you shouldn't obey and you shouldn't accept that abusing relationship because that's not gonna work for you and you deserve more than what you think so the best thing you that's the good sample for you she's a very famous she's a very a lovely author, and she's happy, she's positive. This is not end of the world. When you end up with a relationship, there is still 
lots of them there are a lot of people living in this world and you deserve much better and you deserve to be loved and first you have to love yourself as you as, as she said <laughs> that's the first step if you don't love yourself then how can you expect other people love you right so by the time you feel that peace inside you and the security and all the great feeling inside you and the feeling of forgiveness probably you did the same thing you forget you forgave the guy and as soon as you do this then you don't hurt yourself first then you don't feel that you are under pressure from other people right right yes all right thank you so much tracy that was lovely and thank you for all the inspiration and uh hopefully my audience also enjoyed thank you for having me yes thank you so much <laughs>